0: the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dies Ire, dies Ila. You are certainly all familiar by now with these words of the Requiem Mass. Dies Ila simply means that day, referring to Dies Ire, which is the day of wrath. This is contrasted with Hic Dies, which means this day, on Easter Sunday, which everyone looks forward to after 40 days of Lent. But not so with Dies Elah. Everyone dreads that day, for on that day we will meet our Judge. The thought of the Last Judgment is very good for us because it naturally puts solitary fear into us. Listen to St. Bernard Seized with Fear and Dread. I fear hell. I fear the countenance of the judge to be feared by angelical powers. I fear the worm gnawing, the fire devouring, the smoke the brimstone, the outer darkness, who will give water to my head and a fountain of tears to my eyes, that I may prevent by the weeping and gnashing of teeth? O my mother, why hast thou begotten me a son of sorrow, of bitterness, of wrath, of eternal wailing, born to be burnt and to be meat? for the fire. Dear faithful, that day is coming. It has been fixed by God. On that day, the world will be no more. Everyone will indeed tremble with fear, but to each their own. For those who have loved much, fear will be consoled by hope and their love for God will cast out their fear. But for the sinful enemies of Christ, their fear will lead them to despair. A deluge of fire will then burn and reduce the whole face of the earth to ashes. Nothing will be spared. Everyone will then rise from the earth. At the voice of St. Michael, Every soul since the creation of man will gather in the valley of Josaphat. But how very different indeed will everyone appear. Some will be beautiful and radiant, and others very ugly and frightful. Then the Sovereign Judge comes in all his majesty, surrounded by the angels and all his saints. He will show to us all the true cause, the instrument of our salvation. By it, every soul will finally understand the full meaning of the love of Christ for mankind. He became man for us. He was scorned, beaten, crucified for us. The price of our salvation is every drop of His precious blood. You see, the cross will be itself the mirror to our conscience. It will show us how much we have loved Christ. It will show us how much we have preferred the vilest things on earth to Him. To Him who has said, If any man will come after me, Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So the cross will tell us how much we have gone after Christ and how much we have denied ourselves. What joy will not the righteous have at seeing the sign of their victory appear in heaven? The cross they have cherished, the cross they have embraced, the cross they have carried all through their lives. The cross they have signed themselves a million times. The cross they have imitated by a life of mortification, patience, humility and work. Then the sovereign judge will give the command to separate the good from the wicked and this will be instantly carried out by his angels. The just will be placed on his right and the wicked on his left. They will be separated forever. Nevermore to see each other again. After this separation, the book of conscience will be opened, and all men will behold the malice of the wicked and their disregard for God. All will weep when they see their accuser, when they see their judge still bearing the five wounds of love. They will weep because this time. The time for mercy will be over, and there will only be justice. What shame, then, and what confusion will overwhelm the sinner when all his sins will be exposed in all their enormity to the eyes of the world. Those sins he foolishly thought were secret, and he sacrilegiously kept them from the confessor. How will they bear to see them revealed? for the entire universe. The book of life will also reveal the repentance of the good, the prayers done in secret, the sufferings born without any acknowledgement, the sacrifice done out of love, and the fruits of grace they have received from God. So nothing will be hidden, nothing at all, all hypocrisy will be revealed. All unseen good deeds will be made known the wicked will be filled with shame and the good find great comfort finally the final sentence of the wicked depart from me you cursed into everlasting fire which was prepared for the devil and his angels this sentence will be pronounced to the wicked the word depart is of never-ending rejection that God speaks to those wretched ones, casting them out forever from His presence. And the judge calls them cursed. It is a curse which contains all maledictions, all possible evil. It is an irrevocable curse including all time and eternity, condemning them to everlasting fire. How horrible is this eternal eternity of sorrows. You see, the soul finally understands that God is indeed their greatest good, their greatest and only good. Now they've finally understood it, it will be lost forever. And this is the greatest torment, that of eternal frustration of never being able to get the greatest good. Think of the opposite sentence of the good. Instead of depart, the judge says, Come, come, blessed of my Father. Come is a delightful word of salvation by which God draws us to himself and welcomes us into the bosom of his goodness. And he says, blessed of my Father, a loving blessing which includes all blessings. Possess the kingdom prepared for you, from the foundation of the world, a great gift, for this kingdom will have no end.
1: While we are still in the
0: time of mercy, let us tremble. Let us tremble at the thought of the last judgment. Let us abhor our sins, the cause of eternal perdition. Let us judge ourselves now that we be not judged on that dreadful day. Let us carefully examine our conscience daily and accuse ourselves completely in the confessional. Dies Irae, Dies illa. That day is coming. The time of mercy will end and there will be the day of wrath, the time of justice. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.